Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome to the Think Inspire podcast with your boy, Coach Patrick in the house. This beautiful Wednesday morning, although it's very, very rainy and stormy outside. What am I talking about today? What am I talking about today? Well, I'm going to be talking about the king of all lifts. King of all lifts. Okay. That's what I'm going to be talking about. Now, there's three certain exercises that you are going to be doing. Oh, what up, Sarah? What up, Sophie? What up? What up, guys? Good morning. There's three exercises that you, if you do, if you perform these three exercises in a in a gym, your results will skyrocket. Now, there's different levels to this stuff, okay? I believe when you're first starting a fitness journey, I would not recommend doing these three exercises. I want to first preference that. When you first start your fitness journey and you're trying to lose weight and you've been out of commission for a while, I would not recommend these three exercises. Yes, good morning. These three exercises are for people that have been training for at least three months, at least three months, two months if you are, let's say you're getting really uh, progressing very fast. You know, with your fitness journey, you're getting your workouts in, you're getting your macros in, you're eating your protein, all that good stuff. Then after two months, after three months, then I would start implementing these three exercises. Ah, oh, so good. Having your mum listen in. My mum, I actually trained my mum as well. But I've helped my mum lose like 15 kilograms. She's actually trying to lose some weight now, which is cool. Hi, mum. <laughs> now, these three exercises, right, they're called, they're the three biggest movements you can do in the human body, okay? What does that mean? So there's two type of exercises that you can do. One is a compound exercise and one is an isolation exercise. So an isolation exercise is when you're working one muscle group. A compound exercise is when you're working more than one muscle group. So compound meaning more than two, more than three, more than four muscle groups. When you're working more muscle groups, you're hitting one bird, uh, killing two birds with one stone. Okay. So you're getting more bang for your buck. You're getting more value for your money. Okay. What do I mean by that? When you're performing these three exercises, I'll tell you about them right now. It's a squat, it's a deadlift, and it's a bench press. They're the three kings of any ex- any exercise movements. Why? Because they're very functional movements. What does that mean? Ladies, boys, guys, moms, dads, whoever's listening, you're picking things up off the floor every day, especially parents. You're picking your little one up off the floor every day. When you're picking things off the floor, if you don't know how to brace your core and you don't do it properly, over time, your back will deteriorate. Over time, you will do nerve damage. Over time, our spine decompresses. Over time, our spine shortens as we get older. So what can you do? You know, it's funny. One of my first clients I've ever joined back in like 2013, 2014, she was a mum, right? Her name is Kate. We trained for like four years together, right? She's one of my best students I've ever had. Like she was the one, okay, she didn't train for like for a long time. She was drinking heavily, 
Um, a lot of things were happening. She just had a kid. She's like, I got loose skin. Um, I want to get rid of this loose skin after pregnancy. What do I do? <clears throat> I told her the plan. Anyway, four years later, the girl can squat 100 kilograms, deadlift over 100 kilograms, do pull-ups. She can do like 10 straight pull-ups. She can bench 50 kilograms. Those are her numbers. Before she met me, wasn't squatting, wasn't deadlifting, wasn't bench pressing, wasn't doing any pull-ups. Here's the funny thing. I've got all of that on video, by the way. Here's the funny thing. Kay, she has a bulge disc. Do you know how she had a bulge disc? This is how. There was one day where she had like a... That's so funny that you're here. <laughs> Sorry, someone just popped up. What up, Anthony? What's going on, man? So my client, Kate, was doing her bed one day. Like she got her blanket and she literally grabbed her blanket and like flicked it like as you would clean, like as you would make your bed, you'd like flick your, your, your blanket, right? She flicked her blanket and she pulled out her back, like literally had to get pulled to the hospital, pulled out her back. It was a bulge disc, nerve damage, and like suffered tremendously because of that incident, which is crazy, which is absolutely crazy. It's like a freak accident, right? This actually is very common. So the best thing you can do, and like, the, honestly, the number one reason why like she pulled it back because her core was so weak. Her core was so weak that just by doing that that movement, that jerking movement, she pulled her back out. So when we talk about king of all lifts, what does that mean? Well, deadlifts is, everyone's deadlifting every day. You're picking things off the floor every freaking day. You're just not conscious that you're like, you have to brace your core put your feet in the right spots, pick things off the floor safely. Like you don't think these things. You think about your bills throughout the week. You think about picking up the kids. You think about um, your weekend that's coming up. You think about, should I be in the right job? Like you think about all these crazy things, right? But at the end of the day, your physical movement matters. So when you're performing deadlifts, it is one of the most advanced movement patterns you can do in the gym. And a I only hand select like people that are doing like phase two in my dream team body challenge, which is like after phase one, I get them to do deadlifts. Why? Because these deadlifts is going to help bring their core to a level that they've never had in their life. Strengthen the core, strengthen their lower back, build a posterior chain, AKA their back is like super strong and integral. You ever hear the saying, where's your spine? Like, you know, when someone doesn't have courage, like, where's your spine? Well, you need to like build courage by putting muscle on your back to build your spine, okay? And like that way you have better posture. I mean, if you look at physiology, the way people walk, if you're slanted and you're crouched and your shoulders are rounding forward, you're gonna you're giving off this not confident vibe within you internally and how people project you externally. If you have your shoulders sitting back and you're standing up tall, like picture Superman for a second. You know the classic Superman pose, the hands on your hips, standing up nice, tall, and strong. Well, studies have shown that when you stand that way, you have your hands on your hips and you stand, shoulders back, good posture, good physiology, your mood increases just by doing that. Like try it now, like stand up, have your hands on your hips, shoulders back, and just like stand like Superman or Wonder Woman, right? Superman, one, you you will feel better. You'll feel more like a leader, okay? So deadlifts is going to help you bring your posture because if you don't have a flat back while you're doing deadlifts, you're going to hurt yourself, okay? And I would not recommend doing deadlifts if you don't have like experience, like you need to get coaching. So that's the first one. That's the first one, okay? I remember training this one client of mine back in 2015. Her name's Maria. She's in her 50s. When she first came to me, she was wearing this like loose, like she's, 
not a big girl, but like she was wearing like a double XL t-shirt. I, I'm like, it's like you're wearing a parachute in the gym. It was hilarious. I love this girl. So we were training, we were training. And um, I'm like, I got her to do a plank at the end of her like third week. And she was planking for like a minute. And I'm like, that's pretty good. Like for someone that hasn't trained since like they're 20, like planking for a minute, that's pretty good. Let me go test this core of hers. So I started getting her to do more core exercises. And then we got to like five months in, we got to a 13 minute plank. The girl, the, ugh, I want to reach out to her again, but like her mindset was so strong. Her mindset was so freaking strong. She would plank for 13 minutes straight. I didn't say a word. She's not the client that like I would talk to like, hey, you got this. You can do this. I'm like, I set the timer. Just go. It was like dead silent. Like I'd set the timer and I just watched her plank for 13 minutes. The only thing I would do was make jokes to see if she would crack. That's how... That's how solid she was in her planking. I would just like make all these jokes and she'd be laughing, which I know when you laugh and you plank at the same time, it's like it hurts more. So I wasn't giving her any favors because like having trained her for such a long time, I knew she was getting really strong internally. Anyway, I started showing her how to deadlift in, the, in, in her sixth month. One year later, we got Maria, who was like 57, deadlifting 113 kilograms. Like, let that sink in. 55-year-old woman, hasn't trained since she was in her 20s. The only classes that she's done is like aerobic classes, deadlifts 113 kilograms for like two, three reps. Her back, like I remember like she stopped wearing like these double XL, double XL uh, shirts and she started wearing like singlets. <laughs> and you know, the thing with like... uh the thing with the human body, if you have long arms, you're very lucky. What do I mean by that? Well, fats, fat will uh, even out throughout the body. If you have really short arms, it's really good for a few things. But having really short arms, you kind of get that bulky look. Like I have that bulky look because I'm very sh- like I have short limbs. But having long limbs, like she had really long limbs. So when she was toning up and losing all the weight with me, her arms would look freaking amazing to a point where she'd wear a singlet. She got stopped by... Tom, Dick, and Harry. Everyone would stop her on the street like, what are you doing? You look freaking incredible for your age. And I'm like, man, I wish people would just stop saying your age. Why don't you just stop? Why don't you just say, you just look incredible full stop? Because <laughs> she did. And like, she was my poster woman. Like, she was my poster woman. Like, everywhere she went, like, I'm like, that's my, that's, that's my client. Uh, we did this together. I was so proud. And um, it was freaking phenomenal seeing her body change and like, some people think, well, what was she doing for training? I'm like the big compound movements, like deadlifts, bench press, squat, you know? So that was Maria's results. So that's the first one. The second one is squats. Squats is so important. It's very similar to deadlifts in terms of functionality. You're picking things off the floor. You're squatting down. Like if you're moving furniture around the house, if you're relocating to a different place, if you're helping a friend move and you got to pick up boxes, you have to get into a squat position, okay? And if you don't have a good core, it's going to be very hard for you to squat like bar on a bar on your back. So anyone can like do a bodyweight squat, but only a few people can do a barbell squat with good technique. So my client Rivimbo, who's one of our students in the academy, we started in February this year. And when I first saw him training, he was squatting like, he was squatting like 80 kilograms, 100 kilograms, and it was pretty smooth. But every week I would walk into the gym and look at him. I'm like, man, you're squatting the same weight every week. Like this doesn't make any sense to me because I'm a numbers guy. I like, I like, when I walk into a gym, I'm sussing out what everyone's lifting. I'm, I should be focusing on my workout. But most of the time, I'm like, what's this person lifting? What's this person lifting? And he was just lifting the same weight every week. And I remember like 
because I trained uh, back back when I was working in the gym. I was training Russell Evans, who's a pastor at Planet Shakers. Yeah, big big pastor. Um, in terms of like notoriety, everyone knew who Pastor Pastor Russell Evans was. So when I was training him, a lot of his uh, people that would go to attend church would speak to me like, "Hey, you train Russell? He's losing weight." Blah blah blah. And Ravimbo was one of the people that went to Planet Shakers, right? So he reached out to me and he's like, "Hey man, like I, I want some help with some lifts." I'm like, "Yeah, I can give you free a few free sessions." Anyway, fast forward short, I'm not an in person trainer anymore. I'm on, on an online coach, and he's he's in phase two of his program with me. Like we got his squat to like 160, 170 for reps, and never did he ever get failure. Get to failure because when you're lifting very heavy weight, it's very easy to get to failure. And the thing with him, right, is like if you're on the if you're on my coaching academy right now, go t- check out Ruvimbo in the Dream Team Academy. He's always posting up his lifts because he's he lifts some heavy, he moves some serious weight. He's like he's like the most friendliest gorilla looking guy you could ever meet. You know they call like a uh, gentle giant. He's a gentle giant. He's not that tall, but like he's he's stocky, he's thick, you know, and he lifts like and uh, he lifts but make it look so effortlessly, uh, like really effortless that everyone just has to stop. Like he made that look so easy. I know he's dying inside, but like he makes it look so easy. So those, his squats are freaking amazing. Go check it. Check that guy out. Rubimbo. Um, we're going to get him to a 200 kilogram squat. I, I reckon we can get there, but they're really important. And ladies, let me talk to my ladies. So if you want to build your butt, if you want to build your hamstrings and type in the chat box, if you, want to build your bum, you want to lose the body fat around your inner thighs. You know, your inner thighs that like, ah, uh, those freaking, that cellulite Under, underneath your butt, your hamstrings where you got all like the cottage cheese looking thing. Type in the chat box if you want to get rid of all of that. You do. I know you do. Okay. So if you want to get rid of all the body fat around your like your glutes under your butt, your inner thighs, even your quads, like around your knees, like you can't even see your kneecaps. The two exercises I would recommend is number one, squats, and then number two, lunges. Both of them are going to hit all of the muscles there. What you don't want to do is jump on a leg extension or jump on a hamstring curl and jump on a leg press. Get these two movement patterns right because they're going to be your foundation. So think of it like a chicken breast. (laughs) So chicken breast is plain and boring, but it gives you the best results. Now, to make it better, you want to put some seasoning and some sauce in it. The seasoning and sauce is your leg extension, your hamstring curls, and your leg press. It's the supplements to the main compound. Cool. If you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay. We're doing a giveaway right now. So if you are watching any of my podcast episodes, either on Apple, Spotify, Apple Music, or Spotify, or even this doing this live, if you screenshot this and share it to your Instagram stories and tag Patrick Hong fit. I'll put you in the running to win $150 in December. Cool. So let's move on. Now we're going to move on the third exercise, bench press, bench press. I want to tell you guys my story with the bench press. The reason why it means so much to me, and I always share this story because I get a lot of new people watching all the time. I just put my top down. So I have a hole in my chest. If you look at it there, like I got a, I got a hole right there, right? When I was younger, before I had this muscle, it was really bad. Like it, I would never be able to like wear this singlet when I was like 17. I was so fucking self-conscious. I was so self-conscious. I wouldn't be seen with a singlet or a t-shirt on because I was like so self-conscious, right? So I realized I had to fall in love with the bench press to grow my chest. Like if you look at my chest now, guys, like I've like built it up. I've built it up to a point where like 
you can't see the hole anymore because like my pecs, like I've grown these, I've got like boobs without going to Thailand. You know, I didn't have to pay for it. I just worked very freaking hard for a long time, you know? So now when I wear a t-shirt and I walk, I'm like, yeah, I feel good, you know? And back when I was younger, I never had that feeling of like wearing a t-shirt and feeling comfortable. So like once I get rid of that, but it all started with the bench press. So I was like, you know, when you go into a gym and you see the dumbbell rack, right? You just, it starts from one to two to three to five to seven to 10 to 12 to 20 to 25 to 30, all the way to 50. My whole philosophy when I walked into the gym was that's the lightest weight. I want to complete this game. It was a video game to me. I'm like, I want to get to the end. I want to get to 50. Mind you, I can dumbbell press about 62 and a half kilograms each side of my because I was so like obsessed by getting rid of this condition that I had that I knew that the more weight I lift, the more muscle I can grow. Okay, and I wanna always apply this to guys and girls. When it comes to bench pressing, guys, I know what guys want. You want a big chest, you want nice shoulders, you want big arms, you wanna wear a tight fitted t-shirt. When you go to a wedding, you wanna wear a shirt where your stomach doesn't bulge out and you feel like you have a bee belly before drinking beer. You, you wanna feel like when you sit down, you don't have to undo all your freaking buttons around your pants because you can't breathe because you, you're like your gut's so big. You want to feel like when you run with your kids, like you, your stomach is not jiggling around. Like I know, I know that. Ladies, like when you're bench pressing, you're thinking, why do I need a bench press? And like, I'll, I'll tell you a double-edged sword for, for, for the girls who bench press. One, when you're bench pressing, like the good thing is like your clavicle bones, like your clavicle, they, they show more because there's muscle there and it looks, I think it looks good. But the double-edged sword is like when you bench press too much weight and you spend too much time bench pressing, I would recommend like what? Two chest exercises a week, yeah? That's all you need to do for like at least four sets of 10. When you're doing that, your boobs get smaller. Like if you bench press too much, your boobs get smaller. And like, I know that it's like, I know how much that means to you you ladies. Like having boobs is like what makes you more feminine. Um, well, I'm going to probably get destroyed for that line, <laughs> but yeah, the bench press doesn't help because it makes your boobs small, but it does help you with your clavicle bones and it looks nicer. And it also helps you with your triceps. So your tuck shock arms, like a lot of ladies that apply to get coaching with me, their biggest problem is like, I want to get rid of my tuck shop arms. Like they jiggle too much. When you're bench pressing, you're literally putting on muscle around the back of your arms. So your skin or your loose skin and your fat, your, it holds onto muscle. So it doesn't jiggle out, around as much. See my arm, it doesn't jiggle because I've got muscle there. Yeah. But if I didn't have any muscle there, it'll just jiggle. Jiggly, jiggly, jiggly. <laughs> okay. So my bench press went from like my bar. There's two types of bench pressing. There's dumbbell bench pressing and barbell bench pressing. I remember I was so obsessed by getting strong. Like I was in a phase of my life. I, I want to be so freaking strong internally that I'm like, un- I have unshakable confidence. So I started lifting really heavy weight and it did a lot to my ego. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know how some people or even you who are listening, when you walk into a gym, you're like, is this person looking at me? Is this person looking at me? Is this, why is this person looking at me? Is this person? Those are the thoughts you have when you first start. Now I'm like, I hope everyone's fucking looking at me, <laughs> you know, because I'm lifting more weight than anyone in this gym. So I pride myself on that for a few years, which is good because it gave me that added motivation. When I walked into a gym, it was like my movie set. I'd walk in there, little skinny Asian kid walks up to the biggest guy in the gym, lifting the same weight as him. I would just fucking love to see his face. <laughs> hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. 
We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. <laughs> and the beautiful thing about gyms, you, you can see who's watching, you know, and this is confidence. Like confidence is like, you want to be seen. If you're watching this right now, type in the chat box. Confidence is you want to be seen. Confidence is you want to be seen. At first, you don't want to be seen because you don't like feel like you can show anything off. But as soon as you, um, as soon as you find some areas in your fitness journey that you excel in, let's say it's a plank, let's say it's a push up, let's say it's a squat, let's say someone's like someone like me who's been in this industry for a long time and coached thousands of people would say to you, "Hey, Sophie, guess what? Like your squat looks freaking amazing right now. Your squat looks freaking amazing right now. Um, I want you to like, I'm gonna record you." because I know people are going to be inspired by this freaking squat. And I would say this to a lot of my students and they were like, yeah, my squat does look freaking good. So every time they walk into the squat rack, they'd grab the bar and they own the shit. They'd own it. Cause sometimes I know you guys, when you walk into the gym, you look at that chick that's been training and she's like, she knows what she's doing. She got her shit together. Let me tell you that same lady that you're like being in awe of started exactly where you were. They did the same steps. So if you want to get to a place of confidence where you walk <clears throat> into a squat rack and you can own that shit, number one, it's possible if you get coaching. Number two, this is a little segue here, a little um, plug, but on the 23rd of December, I'm going to come down and all of my students are invited to my workshop where I'm going to show them how to squat like a fucking beast, a beast or a beast at 23rd, Thursday, 1.30 to 3.30, Good Life South Melbourne. Your boy, your coach is coming down to show you how to squat, Okay. Exactly. Confidence is you want to be seen. All right. So yeah, bench press. I wanted I wanted every fucking person to know that I can bench more than them and I'm lighter than them. I was so prideful. And it came from a place of like real big insecurity. If I didn't have the insecurity of like not of having pectus, the condition that I have, if I didn't have that insecurity, I wouldn't have been so obsessed with fixing it to a point where it became my biggest strength. Like Oprah, for example, right? Oprah, she, when like, we all know her story. She was like raped many of times when she was a little child. Now she like has probably one of the most inspirational humans on this planet in terms of sharing stories of like ordinary people doing extraordinary things, even with a, like a, a childhood like she had. Your biggest pain becomes your biggest strength. Type that in the chat box again. Your biggest pain becomes your biggest strength. Like you got to believe that. Because that's going to help you in the days that you can't be fucked. You can't be bothered doing this. You can't be bothered doing that. If you keep telling yourself the dialogue of my pain right now will become my biggest strength and what will happen to my kids, what will happen to my relationships in my life, what will happen to my future if my biggest pain becomes my biggest strength. Cool. I'm going to give you a little bonus. I'm going to close this up. I'm going to give you a little bonus. Pull-ups. Let me talk about pull-ups. I talked about the three king lifts, which is deadlift, squats, and bench press. Those are the three king lifts. Then I'm going to give you a bonus. All right, guys, men, boys, stand the fuck up. Boys, um, if you I, if you can't do pull-ups, that's a problem. That's a pro- It's a fundamental problem. If you, can, if you can't do push-ups, that's a problem. That is a freaking problem. You want to fix that. If there was like a male criteria of what needs to be done as a man, there needs to be physical strength. You're your provider of your family. You're a provider and the gatekeeper and the security of your household. I refuse to have my partner lift more than me in the gym. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Unless I'm injured, that ain't going to happen. So I need to be fucking strong. Okay. That's my dialogue. 
So if you can't do pull-ups or push-ups right now, you need to make it a fucking mission to be able to do at least 20 push-ups and a mission to do at least five pull-ups. Like that is the standard. Like you don't get to go into this classroom unless you hit these these reps. Let that sink in. Yeah, but you know, I'm just not that strong. Well, start, start. So push-ups, you do your knee push-ups, right? And then do your feet push-ups. Cool. That's your start. That's your progression. Pull-ups, you go onto the assisted pull-up machine until you like with the assisted pull-up machine, there's lots of weight on that machine where if you put more weight on the machine, it helps you up. Well, your mission is to make sure that you go one by one by one by one to a point where you're just lifting your own weight. That is a mission, okay? I'm dead set on that. If you want to get the body you want and the internal strength to go with it, you have to lift your weight. So that's why I made this a bonus. Females, ladies, I reckon maybe like 800 chicks I've trained and I would say 10% of them can do pull-ups. Guys are just fundamentally more stronger in terms of muscle mass. We have the ability to put on more muscle than ladies. Testosterone, genetic makeup, which is the way it is. Females, when you're doing pull-ups, do you know how attracted like for me, like when I see a chick do a pull-up in the gym, I'm like I know how hard that you've worked for that. And when 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 you see work ethic and hard work um through through that, it's it's very like, oh man, you've put so much time into that. I can see it. So I'll just stop. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's great. And you might think, fuck, there's never a day in my life that I could do a pull-up. I can't even do a push-up. How are you going to think about doing a pull-up? Well, the, the way things work, whatever you, th- if you think you can or you think you can't, you're usually right. Like if you have this story like, oh, I can't do pull-ups, well, guess what? You're going to live with that story forever. If you have a story like I will do pull-ups one day, it's just a matter of time. Well, guess what? That's going to be the case. That's the true statistic. You walk into a commercial gym, packed full of people, 5% of girls in there, like a normal generic gym, not a bodybuilding gym, a normal generic gym, like Good Life or Fitness First. You walk into a Jets, all those people, all the ladies, probably 5 to 10% of them can do pull-ups. What up, Dan? Hey, Daniel's a coach as well. Dan, let me ask you, bro. How many percentage of ladies in a gym can do pull-ups? Answer that question, Dan. How many percentage of ladies in a gym can do pull-ups? Would you say 5-10%? I would say 5-10%. <clears throat> so what you girls need to do, you can also get a resistance band. And the beautiful thing about resistance bands is like th- different levels of resistance band. So I would get like a, a light, medium, and heavy one. Start with the heavy one, which means it carries your weight and pulls yourself up. And then I would start, once you can knock out at least 10 reps of that, then you can move into the medium resistance band, knock out like at least 10 reps of that. And then the light resistance band, knock out 10 reps of that. And then you're good to do your first three pull-ups. There's metrics to it. All right. There's metrics to it. There's levels to it. So I would start that pull-up journey right now. Any of my students, you're like, I want to do fucking pull-ups. You make it sound so cool. Because it is cool. Lifting your own weight up like you're a little child when you're in like second grade and you're on that monkey bar. Do you remember, guys? Go back, like, go back in time for a bit. When you're in grade one or grade two, you're at the playground on that monkey bar. How free do you feel? (laughs) You feel absolutely free on that monkey bar. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I'm flying. So pull-ups, that is is a goal, okay? (sighs) Like Kate, the one I told you guys about earlier in this podcast about her deadlifts, she does 10 pull-ups straight now. She can do 10 pull-ups straight now. If I call her right now and do a video, she can do 10 pull-ups straight. Yeah, exactly, Dan. Like not many females can do pull-ups. But when they do it, it requires a lot of like focus, consistency, like the drive to get there. And it's so empowering. 
It's so empowering. Like I had a gym and 70% of them were females and a lot of what we had to do was female empowerment. And like I made it a fucking, like in their training programs, you want female empowerment, it starts with pull-ups. Pull-ups is the weight version of a burpee. What does a burpees actually mean? It means like, why do people hate burpees? Because people don't like getting up when it's hard. People hate burpees because every time you fall flat on the floor, you have to pull yourself up. Like that whole psychology beats people up. Oh, I'm all the way down here. I got to pick myself up. Oh, I'm all the way down here. I got to pick myself up. No one's going to come pick me up after this burpee. That's why the burpees suck. Same thing with pull-ups. Oh, I got to pull myself up. I got to pull. That's a metaphor for life. You got to pull yourself out because ain't no one coming. You know, life sucks, man. Life is fucking hard. Like you need to expect that things are going to be hard. <laughs> why not make it harder for yourself? There's a whole narrative out there. Why would you make life harder for yourself? Here's a fun fact and something to dwell on before I go. Do what is easy and life becomes very difficult. Do what is hard and life becomes very easy. I had a conversation with one of our friends the other day. He's like, man, life is good. Like everything's fun. Everything's fun. He's got all these things. And at the end, it's a bit like, oh man, I don't feel that good. There's something about making thing, things harder for you that you get internal growth that like you, you have this level of content but challenge. It's like this healthy level of contentment and challenge. And it's a fine line to play with both. Because if your life is constantly challenged and everything is fucking hard and you have nothing to be happy about, you're going to burn out. But if you're grateful for, my therapist said to me yesterday, she's like, you know what you do really well? I'm like, yeah, what? I do many things. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what? And then she's like, you're, um, what you do really well when you're struggling with certain things you self, you self soothe. I'm like, self soothe. What do you mean, self soothe? He's like, well, what? She asked me, like, what do you do when things are really, really, really difficult and you don't get the outcome that you wanted? I'm like, I just practice a lot of gratitude. Like, what am I grateful for? I, I could just rattle things I'm, I'm grateful for because it's a skill. Can I ask every single one of you guys, when's the last time you sat there, sat down and thought about things you're grateful for? Like, really feel gratitude. And it's a, it's, a funny, it's a funny concept, right? Like, oh, it's easy for you to just sit there and think about what you're grateful for. Well, look, it's easy for you to complain about all the things that you don't have either. So pick one. I, could, I used to spend years thinking about things that I'm not grateful for and things that I don't have. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. Fuck, my whole being just turns to shit, you know? But I'm grateful for so many things. Grateful for Dan commenting on all my content right now. I'm grateful for like that photo of my me and my grandma who like unfortunately passed away last year, but like I spent a moment with her before she passed. I'm so grateful for like, although like it's raining every freaking day in surfers, like I get to go out and have like fresh air. Like it's like, I love the air here. I've got the beach right in front of me. I can go for a walk and just enjoy the water and just business and out of like just work mode and just be with nature. Like you can rattle things off that you're grateful for every freaking day. So challenge plus gratitude equals success. Type that in the chat box. Challenge plus gratitude equals success. Because if you're just grateful the whole time and you're not challenging yourself, you just, what are you doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> cool. Cool story. You're just grat grateful the whole day. Like, and then there's a lot of people like that, especially like the yoga spiritual space. Just be, just be, just be. I'm like, man, there's got to be a level of being and doing. You can't just be. Nothing gets done. <laughs> To tell, tell the mum that has three kids that needs to look after the whole fucking house to just be. She's going to tell you to get fucked. Like, you, do you know my schedule? Do you know what I have to do in my day? There's certain things that need to be done. If they're not done, someone's going to fucking struggle. <laughs> someone's struggling. If I don't take these kids to freaking school, 
nothing gets done. <laughs> so you, there's a realism as well. And that's why I love Australia so much. We're so brutal and so direct and it's like, yeah, cool. This like uh, I've been in the I've been in that spiritual realm. It's a it, it is like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's nice when you get there and then you realize it's a full of oompa loompas. <laughs> You're like, what is this? This is not reality. This is just a pipe dream. You know? I'll leave you guys with one more like little little thing, little like philosophy quote. Set your dreams so high and challenge your reality every day to catch up to your dreams. <laughs> Sarah, best analogy. I don't know where I come up with this stuff. Set your dreams so high and challenge your reality every day to meet, 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 meet the dream. Dream so freaking big. It sounds so ridiculous and challenge your reality every day to meet there. You will have a storyline for your life that's worth living for. I'm going to recap today. So we went over the king of all lifts, deadlift, squats, bench press, and the bonus was pull-ups. And then I went off on a tangent about success like I usually do. I hope you guys enjoy the Think Inspired podcast. Right now, we're doing a giveaway. The giveaway is $150 into your bank account, your b- fat-ass bank account. I'm going to transfer $150 to you if you screenshot this episode or any episode from the Think Inspired podcast, share it, share it to your Instagram stories because like my mission is to inspire one person a day. And if you can help me on this mission because you're a part of this because you're listening to me, um, I'd appreciate that and I want to reward that. So screenshot the any episodes, even the one that you're watching right now to your screen, to your stories, tag me at Patrick Hong Fit, and then I will put you in the running to win 150 bucks. Cool. That's your coffee for a whole two months. I'm out. Have the best day ever. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram, at Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me the word energy.